Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hello again and welcome. Hello, David. Oh, now you have ruined it. I think that that was definitely deliberate, wasn't it? No, no, no. It was definitely you were trying to subvert my intro. I cutting um, across my hello with your own hello. I wanted to do something that allowed you to still interact. People could still see hear you say hello, yeah. but took off the pressure of you introducing me. Okay, I wasn't which under I think, pressure. Uh, by the way, that's I think you find out quite you know it. under pressure. Oh right, yeah. okay. Yeah. What his own? Uh, well, he did it with another bloke. Uh, okay. Yeah, who, by the way, they, they were more in sync than I think we've ever been <laughs> yeah. when we've introduced. Well, we, certainly, when we've introduced the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Well, look, let's. Let's do it again. No, let's let's. Okay. Leave, it's always right. good to leave it. Shit, right? right. right. <laughs> I think that's what we, in a way that's the modus operandi of yeah. this podcast. Is Whatever leave that it, is in Latin, leave it shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So hello, um, and one thing we occasionally do on this podcast, which uh, you know to increase. Happy our, New Year, by the way. Happy is it? New Year. Possibly because in the last one we think that went out just before Christmas. We're not sure. So this yeah. would be yeah uh, well, New Year. This would be New Year following the way that the calendar works. How was your Christmas? Christmas was great. Uh, mm. But one thing I talked about on the last podcast was mm. my inability to lie. So since this right. is actually the 16th of December, right. you're making me have a kind of meltdown right. inside. I actually get quite do anxious. You, do you? What? It's one if, of the weird things about being me is that I have to spend quite a lot of my time, you know, improvising comically. Mm. And certainly I make quite a lot of stuff up mm. in my children's books right. and stuff and yeah because none of that's true that stuff you write about in the kids books is it no not generally mm. um mm. but i still feel very uncomfortable saying stuff okay, that let's didn't, do a little experiment didn't really happen okay just say to me yeah i ate too much christmas pudding i was almost uh sick but it was a lovely day <laughs> can you remember all that yeah, I don't want to do it. Really? I genuinely don't want to do it. Really? I mean, what do you I think will happen? Do it, what will happen? I tell you what I can't do. Right. Is do it unironically. I can do it. I can only say, okay. I ate too much Christmas pudding and it was nearly made me sick, but it was a lovely day. And, you know, you can tell from my right. intonation there that I'm, what I'm trying to... to tell the audience, yeah. even someone who might have just tuned in at right. that bit, which seems unlikely because it's not radio, yeah. people don't tune in. But anyway, <laughs> even someone who's just turned on the podcast oh, for some reason. halfway through that podcast yeah, again. Well, someone's no, thought, no. you know, they always fuck up the opening. Yeah. So if I'll try and get that yeah. out of my way. I'll, right. I'll cut into the podcast two minutes in. Yeah. Even them, I'm trying to tell them this isn't true. Right. What is, what's your fear about? What's Can the... you do it? What? Can you do it? Can you do that unironically? So. Can you now, um, unironically, okay. say, what was the sentence? Uh, I can't exactly remember, but it's sort of like... I ate too much Christmas pudding, I was nearly sick, but it was still a lovely day. Yeah. Okay, can you do that? Actually, I didn't just do it then when I told you to do it. <laughs> <laughs> just then telling you to do it, I did it in quite a flat, convincing way, didn't yeah, I? Yeah, I think it's quite easy to do. Have a go. Uh, I ate too... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you can't. No, okay. Um, it was brilliant, I ate too much Christmas pudding, and yeah. I was nearly sick. Right. But it was a, actually a lovely day. Right. It's a lovely day was all right, but the bit before yeah, I, knew, I, felt I absolutely self-conscious. knew you were yeah, yeah. It was self-conscious. Yeah. You overdid sick. Yeah. So I was nearly sick. Like, yeah. Why are you talking like that? Yeah. I'm not, I'm not, a, three, also, not, I'm not a five-year-old. But also, it's not put in my... I wouldn't say it like that anyway, but I, I could say... Okay, so look, no, I'm so, so let's try mm, and do it, okay? Mm. So, so rather than thinking it through too much... Specifically, I think, so yeah. How was your Christmas? Oh, it, was, it was lovely, actually. It was very restful. Yeah. Because... <laughs> It was really restful. Watched loads of films. Yeah. Because I get those BAFTA, like you do, probably. Yeah. BAFTA films. So I watched all of those. Which ones? Um, <laughs> I watched Lion King. 
No, with the kids. you did not with the watch kids. Lion the kids King. made me watch for it. BAFTA? The or kid... it came out 12 years ago? No, The Lion King with, Je- um, oh, with Beyonce. Oh, I see, yes. And so I watched that and the kids loved it. Okay. Um, I ate loads of Christmas pudding because I don't normally like that. Well, did it make you feel sick? It made me feel a bit ill. Mm. Um, and on Boxing Day... Yeah. Um, oh, you on to Boxing a Day very already? Good, a very, very good friend passed away. <laughs> <laughs> That does normally happen. Uh, so the Christmas. I mean, did you hear that? What? Oh no, you didn't hear it. There's another one of those bells went off. Oh, I think it's oh, you oh, getting bells went off. Yeah, jingle bells. Yeah. Uh, That's what happens when a good friend dies. There's a actually my son tingle. the other day, who, who, who I think isn't very interested in Christmas anymore. Uh, was trying to talk about Jingle Bells and he called it Christmas Bells. Oh, that's And bad, I think kind of like the only thing about Jingle Bells is jingle. That's really all you need to know, you know about Jingle when, Bells. When if you're going to try and get, yeah, you know, I, I want to sing this song. Well, it's interesting you say that because for, um, for our Christmas party, hmm. which Adam, who's sitting here, was was a key part of a work Christmas party that right. Peter Fincham who I know, I owns invited. the shed. I definitely was invited. Even though, let's be honest, I work for expectation. Right. This is me doing okay, it. Okay, well, I think in TV parlance... I mean, not parlance, for any money, as we know. In but... TV parlance, what we say is that we, we, it wasn't for talent. Right. It was just, it was in a pub, it was for... Okay, it was saying Adam's got us. no talent. He's, I'm saying, apart from Adam, it wasn't right. for talent. Right. It was just us normal pe- people, you know, who, who um, aren't celebrities. Yes. Although this podcast does raise me like I think, one millimetre. Um, I think a lot of people yeah. think of you as a major celebrity. Yeah, you know? well, I know you do. I, I um, certainly do, and so does uh, Katie Sedeva. Okay. She's someone who listens to the podcast. I just saw saw her name here. She responded on Twitter to your claim that fan art is always terrible. Oh, yeah. Uh, And she says, and she's got two pictures of David Bowie. All right. Uh, Sorry, I need to hear your story about the party. Well, all I was going to say on the Christmas, because we should probably finish with Christmas because we're both sick of Christmas. We've been through it. It's been awful. We've eaten too much. But before Christmas, we did the. now. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We had our staff party for expectation. I don't know why you talk about that. It was ages ago. I know. I can hardly remember it now. Um, and Peter Fincham, who I run this, the yes. company with, and I play, he plays keyboards, I play guitar, and we everyone sings these songs. And right. before it, we said, what what's, what's, well, that's, that's the point. The that's point. what we're getting to. So we thought, we just thought, we'll just do a couple, because, you know, that's what, so we did, uh, we did three, actually, we did Last Christmas, yes. Wham, we did Fairy, I know it's Wham. Fairy Tale of <laughs> New necessary. York, yeah. um, The Pogues, The Pogues, <laughs> yeah. and we also did Once in Royal David City. That's not by a band. It's not by a band. No, no. that's a carol. Was it by Europe? No. <laughs> um, it's by Jesus. If it was by anyone, it's, it was by yeah. Jesus. It's, so it's, it's by that, Christmas. Yeah, it's a, it's a classic Christmas carol. Yeah. As we were deciding that, mm-hmm. Peter said, why don't we do... So your, uh, your son's saying, what does he call it? Be- Christmas, Christmas bells. bells. He called Jingle right. Bells. Here is a song Christmas bells. that I didn't really know that surely I should, and it's called The Christmas Song. Do you know that? No. Right. The Christmas no. song. So Peter no. said, what, is what about doing the Christmas song? And I sort of said, blimey, maybe that's so famous I don't know it. It's called, it's basically taken the middle ground, like Boris Johnson in the election, it's taken the centre ground and said, this is the Christmas. It's very, it's Well, I'm fa- Googling the right. Christmas song uh, by Nat, Nat, Nat King, King Cole's Cole. come up. And I, on, when what, I heard it, hear it, right, I thought, I've never heard that before in my life. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. I've heard that. Have you? You've never heard what's this. The, what's the hook? Jack Frost. You've never heard this. Well, I mean, maybe in the dim and distant, but it's certainly not You've one I've never heard this song. Well, I don't feel I know. I certainly don't feel I know it. Have you heard this, Andy? I'm not Chestnuts roasting on the open fire. Okay. Yeah, as a phrase, I know that. But no. Where does it go next? No. Well, what's the chorus? Okay, so here's my, here's my issue. What's the chorus? I've heard that song a million times. I can't believe you've never heard it. What I never knew. Was that its title is the Christmas song? And maybe that's, I probably yeah. thought its title was Chestnuts Roasting on an Open Fire. But I mean, I've heard it. Okay, every maybe, fucking okay. Christmas. Let me put it this way: I don't want to do a Heather Mills. I've never heard the Beatles. Yeah. Maybe I have heard it, but what I certainly didn't know it was called that title. And then when I started playing it, I still think it's not that well known. Well, what's the What's the chorus? Is there a chorus? Yeah. Well, what? Yeah. What is it? Come on, Nat. What's Everybody the chorus? Knows as it gets, it gets more obscure as it goes on. You don't really know this. It's just not a lot of Christmas shit. Yeah, but you don't really know this song Help when you hear it. No, I know the song. Right, but what's next? <laughs> Tiny tots. Tiny tots. With their eyes but These are just words you know. Eyes open wide. Yeah, you don't, I don't think this is that well known. Hard to sleep 
tonight. No, I, do I would never it. sing that in front of I do of really know it a lot. I mean, not every word and not like Jingle Bells, partly no. because Jingle Bells is slightly simpler. No, but not but like... Chestnuts roasting on open fire, you know, yeah, Jack know that... Frost nipping at your nose. Right. You know, I really know it and I'm not right. Christian. Okay, but you're not. I'm not. Bloody but hell. I absolutely that did is... never knew it was right. just called The Christmas Song. That has gone absolute centre ground and said this is the Christmas song okay. and I just don't think it is it, I mean it is uh, you know what it should have been called a Christmas song because it totally is that <laughs> I prefer I, I mean to be fair to the Christmas song it's fucking Christmassy <laughs> it's definitely Christmassy it's actually more Christmassy than most Christmas I'd songs I'd be happier with one of a number of like, Christmas songs once in Royal David City is yeah. like a nativity shit yeah yeah no I think but, that's different but it's not get... as Christmassy as that that gets as many Christmas references as it possibly can I don't think it's as Christmassy as Jingle Bells no I think it's more Christmassy what because Jingle, bell, sheer... Jingle Bells jingle through all the way oh what fun it is to ride in a is it one horse one horse actually it's not even reindeer is it one horse, o- one horse open. open is it one horse open very, always felt that was very specific detail <laughs> is it open yes what is as that? in it's not it's like a, it's like I... a, on top gear it's like it's telling what is a one t- horse open sleigh so there's one horse yeah and it's got no roof it's got no roof. Yeah, I think that's... Is that what it means? I'm assume, I've always assumed that's what it meant. <laughs> See, I've never known that. But do sleighs don't have roofs anyway? Do they? What's a sleigh with a roof? Uh, like a, a royal sleigh? Is a it what? called a cabriolet? A cabriolet? <laughs> what is a... Someone it's on Twitter. Okay. What is a one-horse open sleigh? Go on. One horse means the vehicle, right, uh, is made to have only a single animal harness to it yes. rather than a pair, yeah. in inverted commas, troika, whatever that is, four in hand or larger team. In crisp weather, three, with snow yeah, on the ground, three. an open sleigh is an amazingly fun way to go. Apparently, yes, but it's not saying about why it's open. What? What have you put? Put in closed sleigh. Perhaps I should put in just open sleigh and not one horse. Closed. Okay, closed sleigh. Yes. Yeah. Closed sleigh. Here's a picture of it. Never seen that sort of thing before in my life. No fun at Christmas. That's, that's not what a sleigh. That's a royal cart of some sort. Okay. There's a snowmobile. Yeah. Okay. okay well is that a one horse open? That, no, that's an open sleigh. Oh no, but that maybe that isn't because it's got a root. It's got a little. Root no, but that says that's an open sleigh. Okay. That is a closed sleigh. Right, but, that's a modern... but that's like a James Bond car <laughs> on skis. I think that where there's no roof is more of an open sleigh than the one okay. with the roof. You know what? Mm. Definitely less Christmassy than the Christmas song. I, I know what you mean, but I just think that I wouldn't know... I couldn't sing along with that song. It's a less famous what, Christmas song. That's what I'm getting at. It's but not very Christmas famous. Christmas song is more Christmassy. It's got more Christmas references It's in definitely it. Christmassy. Yeah, there's but, no question. Yeah. But good point. It's, uh, that well is made. the Christmas song. Can I just bring you back very quickly? Yeah. Uh, you know when we were trying to unironically talk about Christmas we haven't actually had yet? Yes. I think the acid test with whether or not you can say something unironically is... I yes. may have mentioned this to you once before. Right. Uh, in the grand tradition of this podcast going over old ground. But I once had a nanny, a very nice woman, uh, and I had some Pringles. Yeah? A yes. tube of Pringles. And I gave her some Pringles. Is it, are you a kid at this? Sorry, what no, are you no, saying? Oh, is, she's looking no, I, no, it's not my nanny. I know I never <laughs> had a nanny. Uh, no, the, I employed a nanny. Right. Uh, and uh, Mel, her name is. Yeah. And I gave her some Pringles. I ate some Pringles. And she said, it's true, once you pop, you can't stop. Yes, right. And I, I remember saying that, to, telling Jonathan Ross this story, mm. and Jonathan Ross saying that he'd never heard that said unironically right, yeah. in the wild. Yeah. Right? That he'd never heard someone just literally say the words... It's true. Once you yeah. pop, you can't stop. Yeah. Try it. Try and say it without some sense of inverted commas. What? Say the words, it's true. Once you pop, you it, can't stop. It is true. Once you pop, you can't stop. Yeah. I can do it. I can definitely do it. Can you? It's true. Once you pop, you can't stop. Yeah, that's not bad. That's actually. quite good, isn't That's it? pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can't do it. I could be like those, you know, there's adverts. There's a There'll be other ones. Like, real people it's saying It's true. It. A master day helps you work, rest and play. Could you say that? You think that'll be that's harder? Or I think, you, actually, I don't know if it is harder because it's. Is it harder? I, the reason I have a Mars is because if you have one every day, <laughs> it helps you work, rest, and play. No, that sounded ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> you look like you've just stepped out of the salon. They're, I mean, what my point is that all those marketing tags yes. are impossible to see. I don't see. know which one that is. Well, that's. What is that? Like, you you, like you've out. just stepped out of the salon. That's yeah. a hair product, isn't it? Yeah, but what uh, is the silver crin? Is it? Silver cream. You look like you've just stepped out of the salon. Yes, that's really well known. Is it? You're right. Like you just stepped out of the salon. Yeah, who's that? Silver cream? Salon Selected. Salon Selected. From 1991. Yeah. Bloody hell. So let's play it. Like you just stepped out of a salon. Salon Selected. (laughs) That's why I didn't know it. 
You should have gone like you just stepped out of the slot. The one I always thought was an amazing, a bit like the backing singer on a Pink Floyd album, doesn't get credited, was the body form advert, which goes always in my mind into the Jim will fix it theme tune. Are we on dodgy ground there? We are, but I'm just saying factually that's what it goes into. Body form song. Body form. uh, How's it go? Oh, body form. Whoa, body body form form for you. you. Okay, here it is. And you, right. and you. I always okay, well, have we, that. We're going to have to play it now. I think we're going to have to. Your letter is only the start of it. One letter, and now you're a part of it. Now you've done it. Jim has fixed it for you. And you, and you. Yeah, yeah that's, but that's... all those lyrics sound bleak. No, no, it's all bleak. They it's all terrible, sound really terrible. bleak. Yeah. Well, by the way, it started with your letter. And now yeah. you can't stop it. It's horrendous. It's... By the way, there's an interesting. We shouldn't necessarily go too dark here. No, but in okay. joke. But there's an interesting thing which in the Joker film. Yeah, I saw that last night. Right, which I really loved. I mean, the jo- I, I really loved it in the first half. I get, but the point I'm making is that, as you probably saw, there's a very iconic. Well, what he wants to be an iconic scene of the Joker coming down the steps, and he uses Gary Glitter. He does. I had a row with my brother about and that, and it's too. interesting because it's clearly he know he will know what. Well, I had a big row with my brother about that, right? Because firstly, I said I'm not absolutely positive that Todd Phillips does know that. I mean, he will have known it eventually, I guess. Right. But you know, he was like, you know, why did they use that? I said, well, it's possible that Todd Phillips, he's American, doesn't. I suppose know that. that. I mean, it's possible. Right. Doesn't know about the connection, but then also. You know, I, it's a transgressive movie, so maybe they were making some point there. Yeah. It's also, of course, a really brilliant piece of music. No, I mean, that... that, you know, that it's a yeah. brilliant piece of music, and yeah. I think it's possible that they were just thinking, like, we don't care. Yes. But, he's, um... He's, um... But anyway, I need to go back. Yes. Because I do know that, of course, but now what? that you mentioned the I body form... What we said now. No, the body, oh, the body form, form, yeah. Now you mention it. Fuck me. That's an incredible piece of singing. Yeah, let's that's hear, what I mean. Let's just hear it again. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to have to find That's what out. I mean. It's like last I, week we in the sky. We can find this out on the. On, this who is, is it? The, it's brilliant. Who sung that? And I bet it'll be someone who got paid a pound, like the singer on Great Gig in the Sky. You know, they're on homeless. The dark side of the moon. They're homeless. You're kidding. No, singer is an advert. There's a, a news article in the Daily Mail. Right. Uh, singer Sandra McKenzie, who had a fling with Prince, Bloody and hell. was famous for putting the whoa roar in 1990s body form TV yeah. advert reveal. She is now wow. penniless and homeless. Good grief. Sandra McKenzie. I, I mean, are there any other songs that Sandra has done? She's from Dundee. She really? lives in a hostel. I mean, this was last year. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry to hear that, Sandra. Uh, you've got a brilliant voice. God, she, she, had, she had a fling. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. With Prince, you joined the band Goldbug. So I'm just trying to... It says something about the... It says a whole lot of love. 
Here she is on top of the pot. The whole point I want to make about yeah. all this is I often find... I mean, I've done... Okay, not many, but I've mm. done some voiceovers. Mm. Um, and it's always a slightly weird thing to do, mm. you know, to, you know, essentially be talking about something I, mm. like a phone. I I was the voice of Smarty, which is a phone network. Smarty? Uh, yes, Smarty. I've it's never a phone heard network. of that. We might be able to find it here. Shall we find it here? What the hell is Smarty? It's a phone network. No, I know you're going to keep saying that. Yeah, stop saying but why it. Why isn't it... Ex- did it exist and now doesn't? I think it still exists. Here we go. It's an animated advert, which are a series of adverts right. in which people uh, say they're coming to replace things or whatever in shops. Okay. Uh, and I can't now remember. Hang on, let's play it. I'll just play it. Getting money off your next phone bill for data you don't use, smarty. Thinking you get money for other things in life you don't use, not so smarty. Well, that's it, basically. <laughs> right? right. Uh, and then it, then it plays out with a kid trying to return some nappies, I think. Um, so, yeah, that was me. Could you I, do it I, now? I was not so smarty. Can you, can you do it now? I can definitely do it now if I can remember the words. Getting money off your right. next phone bill for data don't use, not. I oh know that is smarty. <laughs> I can't do it. I can't. I'm no. I getting, to, getting money off, off your, your phone, phone bill for data you don't use, use smarty. smarty. Getting money back for things that you have used, not so smarty, or something like right. that. Right. It was. Mm. Um, so my point is, you always feel a little do you bit. Think like you did a, that in one take, or what do you think? I think I did it, yeah, quite, quite quickly. Maybe a couple of takes. You've got yeah. to do a couple, haven't you? Yeah, well, Frank Skinner talks about you used to talk about in his set about doing an exchange and mart advert, right? And and it was literally don't know where to start exchange and mart, right? It was the voiceover, right? And he he thought right, well that's it, I've done it, and he's literally put his coat on. And they're going yeah, can you again and like give the and a bit more, yeah. Of and then he ended up there for hours and hours yeah. because they have to think these people who do these voiceover yeah. adverts that they have a role. And and often, which, which I don't know if I told, if I said this, which I did with Paul McCartney. Have I told you that? <laughs> it's another Paul McCartney story. You're an endless. I think it's linked to a story I would Paul have, McCartney story. It's a story I would have told. I think when we first started doing this, you claimed to have never to have met any of your heroes or whatever. You seem to have like basically <laughs> lived with Paul McCartney. The amount of stories you've got about. I was him. at David Bowie's house. Yeah. And I met, no, remember when he was on? When I got him to do something for Fame Academy. No. I'm sure I've definitely. No. I would definitely have said this. Fame Academy, the yes, Fame talent Academy. show yes. on BBC One in early 2000s. Yes. For the final, there was basically what the BBC did is they created this, they used some of the money they got from phone votes to go in to buy musical instruments for schools. They created a sort of charity. Okay. And on the board of that charity, they had a few people like Greg Dyke, who was, you know, yeah. BBC Dutch at the time, and like... David Joseph, who you know and I know, who runs Universal Music. Do you know him? Anyway, no, no. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, you didn't know him. Anyway, so people in the music industry. And Paul McCartney, you know him? I know him. Right. He was on... Um, on the board of this. Uh, uh, on, on the board. But I don't think he ever got involved or went to right. meetings. But what he did say is he would do a, well done, everyone, right. to the students on, yeah. a, on a VT. Why did he do in that voice? <laughs> he, didn't want to, he didn't want to be recognised. <laughs> So he so basically, I'm sure I've talked. Anyway, I went. Around, I don't know this. Okay, so honestly, this is a new story. Okay. I really think we haven't covered this. Okay, so he was going to do a thank you to the students, good luck, and everything, and it'd be played in on the final, you know. And someone told me this was happening, and obviously that's a job for like a AP, you know, assistant producer, and maybe a director. But it's a very simple thing to do. It's just, not. The, this is not the. It's me story. No, 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 Not no. That. that was at the Magical Mystery Tour screening. Okay. <laughs> Genuinely. Okay. Um, when he comes in the toilet. Yes. No, no, that. that's, that's completely different. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so hang, just to be clear, okay. I know that story and I know the aeroplane story. Aeroplane story, yeah. so BFI, I yeah. well, sorry, the Magical Mystery screening yes. at the BFI. Yeah, I know those two. You've told right. both of those on this podcast. It, I I'm also, pretty sure you haven't told this one. Okay, I also met him, the first time I met him was... Now, this story. This story, yeah. Fame Academy 2000. Okay, so you must be really excited. Yeah. yeah. Well, sorry, the point, I, I, they said they were going to film him, and I was no, I was executive producer, so there's no way I would go to a, that, other than it it's was Paul McCartney. Paul McCartney, so I went along. Yeah. And we went set up in this office, Yeah. and what made it more and more exciting was that he was like four, literally four hours late. I think we were there for four hours. Really? Yeah, we were waiting wow. in this office for four hours. And then I think... This guy, uh, you know, would occasionally come in and say he'll be with you very shortly. Right. <laughs> this liar. Yeah. Uh, that wasn't true. Eventually came in and said he's coming. Right. And I remember that feeling. And I could hear his footsteps. Yeah. On the, coming, you know, up the hallway. Right. <laughs> it's he, a bit like Santa. <laughs> <laughs> he came in with a pillowcase <laughs> on his back. Yeah. 
Um, he came in, and what I remember him being was incredibly charming. I mean, mm. just remember him saying hello to everyone, really making a fuss of everyone. But not saying, I'm sorry, I'm four hours late. Maybe he did. I okay. think that'd be unfair if I said he didn't. Okay. He was definitely made it... Um, it was very pleasant, and he was very... And he sat on the sofa, and then we were filming him, and I think I was effectively directing, not that it really needs directing, saying, and I had to tell him, look, what would be great, Paul, if you said, you know, hi, Fame Academy students, yeah. um, it's Paul McCartney here, wishing you all the best for tonight, or something. Right. And he said, no problem, probably. And <laughs> then he did it down the lens. Right. Did his thing. And after he'd done it, I think he might have maybe swallowed a word or something like that. So right. I had to ask him to do it again. And I, I right. said, would you mind doing that again? Yes. And I, you know, he sacked drummers and band members for yeah. standing up to him in theory. You know, that was what we read about, you know. Yeah. And being, you know, he's quite, you know, he fell out with George and George. He fell out yeah. with the Beatles. So he fell out with John Lennon, if you know. <laughs> and George, I said that, Quite badly. I? Yeah. They said George. For George some reason, and John, said, didn't they? Well, you eventually right. got to John, okay. but you began yeah. by saying you fell out with George. Yeah. Seems like he, slightly... I yeah. mean, he did. Well, no, I'm thinking more of the, you know, I'll play what you want to play, just tell me what... You never know, they, quite with Ringo, apparently. No, I think... They always seem to be all right with Ringo. Well, Ringo left the band in during the White he, Album, didn't he? And he came back again. He did come back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I remember thinking, this is quite a risk, because I, I was certainly... You know, as you know, our partnership, me, me and Paul, is quite strong. Yeah. So I wouldn't want him to fall out no, with me no. uh, over this. But I said, you know, I wonder what... I mean, whatever I said, and he said, what you mean is do another take. Right. Which is, right. you know, because obviously I was slightly right. reticent and, and I said, yeah, if you wouldn't mind. Right. So we did it and did it perfectly. So just two takes? Two takes, yeah. Um, and then you so thought, I wouldn't mind spending a bit longer with Paul McCartney. Yesterday oh. took longer, for example. Yes. So I, that's the sort of relationship I have with Paul. Right. Like two takes and two we've takes got it. it. Right. And then he said, and this is one of the greatest moments I love, I don't know why I've never said this, mm. articulated this. He then said, Let's watch it back. Oh, wow. Right. And so there was a monitor on the floor. So what's he, just tell me exactly what he's saying. Well, I don't know exactly, but I think he was saying, uh, congratulations to all the finalists. So this is basically being played in, yeah. I feel like it was just before the final vote or something like yeah. that, saying, you know, it's been a brilliant series. Right. You know, you've shown all the hard work and dedication that, you you know, and I wish the winner all the best <laughs> okay. type thing, right? Yeah, you we said you know a lot. I sort, of, I sort of thought you might know it word for word because it's your moment with Paul 2003. McCartney. 2003? It's your moment with Paul McCartney. No, but it I think... It should be imprinted on your memory. No, no, I think it was less about what he said than just sitting, just sitting with opposite Paul. him. Yeah. And then he said, let's watch it back. Yeah. And then he said, look, I really like you. Do you want to, like, you play hang guitar? out together? Yeah, do you just write a song together? Um, uh, what about holidaying? Well, obviously, I was partly thinking that. Yeah. Of course I was partly thinking yeah, it's that. it's all going to be me and Paul from now on. Um, and he, so he sat... So there's monitor on the floor. So what he did is, let's have a look, and we knelt together right. on the floor. Can I tell you something awful? Mm. I think I remember that bit. <laughs> yeah, I thought, <laughs> I would be amazed if I hadn't told <laughs> I mean, that is one of the most important things. You see, I thought, should I keep this from Tim? That that rings a bell. <laughs> exactly. I can't believe I wouldn't have said it before. I don't know. I really don't know and whether or not you've I told thought, that story before now. I thought, I'm sitting oh, down God, like it's John. It's been like half an hour. And I've thought, no, I haven't heard this. Oh, fuck. I, 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 you like built. John and Paul, I we were making yeah, something together. That's yeah, what I felt. I now think you have told it before. I mean, what actually was happening was he said... <laughs> I'll have that one. Listeners, if you're an aficionado they of this were all podcast, shouting at the... can you write in and tell me, uh, I'm <laughs> have sorry, have I'm I said old, that before? whether or not where Tim has told that story before. Oh, <laughs> where no. was it? When I said... When you said you knelt together. That's, I think it was yeah. the kneeling Yeah, yeah, because that's the bit. You know what? Me. Because yeah. I got a vague feeling when you told it before that I got worried about his knees. I mean, I know this is 2003, so he's not as old as he is now. Yeah, he, he, but I got he, worried about his knees. That rang a bell. Right. Yeah. Well, he no, he was in good shape then. Good shape. Two, he was. It yeah. was. How long ago was that? Uh, that is 15, uh, like 16 15 years, years ago. ago. Yeah. Yeah. So he was 62. Well, that is still quite a lot to or you know whatever. kneel. Yeah. I think. He was fine. He was he was really good at kneeling. Any second now, that <laughs> for a second now, I wanted to tell my Morrissey kneel story. Yeah, exactly. but I, I know absolutely that we've told that on but, this podcast. Um, can we just oh, before we completely Christ. forget it? Before we completely forget it, what I wanted to talk about yeah. was the weirdness, and it's much more weird than doing a voiceover, mm. where you used to feel a bit uncomfortable about lending oh, your yeah. talents to something that really you have no connection with, smart or whatever, but someone who's got an incredible voice like Sandra McKenzie, that amount of emotion mm. 
to be singing whoa body form. Yeah. What is body form? Is it a It's a tampon. Yeah, it's a tampon. Yeah. It's a sanitary towel. Or a sanitary towel, yeah. Yeah. So particularly Yeah. The moment when someone said to Sandra, mm. Okay, it's a sanitary towel. Yeah. We want you to put as much emotion yeah. into singing the name of a sanitary towel yeah. as you would perhaps I am racked with yeah. love. Yeah, yeah. For this person. That's interesting, isn't or, it? Or or mm. you're you're the mo- you know, you're in a musical yeah. and you know the greatest thing has ever that's ever happened to you. It's yeah. that kind of thing. It's not really sad singing, is it? It's kind of euphoric. No, singing. it's euphoric. So it's, so someone yeah. who's been through an incredibly difficult time, say, in a musical ecstatic. And finally they're mm. through that and they've mm. they've won. They've won mm. and yeah. they come out on top. And they sing, whoa, body fall. <laughs> well, I suppose she was. she's only doing what actors do, which is like she's presumably channeling that. Yeah, but when actors bit, do that, yeah. and I have worked in musical theatre, mm. I've directed musicals, mm. written musicals, or indeed any, any form of that, I mean, actors are quite like, no, no, but what's my motivation? Yeah. I mean, as we know. Yeah. So you can say when it's an actor whose character has mm. been through terrible trauma mm. and then has risen again and, and mm. you know, he's punching the air. Mm. You can say, well, that's your motivation. Yeah, no, it's I amazing. See. But if someone said to me, what's my motivation for being euphoric yes. about the brand of a I, tampon, I, I, I'd be a bit lost. Yeah, I think, but then... I'd say, I'd say my motivation, Sandra, your motivation, Sandra, is £27. Well, I, but I think else you're getting. you know, you're paid to do... It worked in reverse for Nurofen, didn't it? Because Did Nurofen, yeah. at a certain point used an extraordinary piece of singing. Do you remember? No. They used the gig in the sky. From, you know, Great gig the, in the sky. Yeah, they used, used the, it. they used the backing singer did they? from that, who famously only got paid a few quid. Yeah, and it's one I of the highlights did. of the album. Did and they? I, what, to say you've got a headache? It's, it basically, they, quite cleverly, they did the thing about the headache really being intense. Neurofen then, pain tablets advert. Yeah, and then it slows down as the Neurofen takes over and she goes, whoa. modern phenomenon I think it is a very modern phenomenon that really brilliant music is being used in adverts that back in the day that that didn't happen so much because people were too worried about selling out I've got to and s- now people mm. don't worry about it I've probably mentioned this before but they're mm. in the film I think it's called Popstar it's a film with Andy Samberg uh, Andy Samberg does a it's a really good film actually mm. Popstar he plays okay. a, a rapper in it a white rapper okay. in it and at one point he says now if you don't sell out, everyone thinks it's because no one asked you to. Okay. And I really think that is the modern attitude yeah. to it. It's like, like people think, yeah, why not? Mm. Do you know? I suppose he didn't know art, no mm. adverts. Apple didn't ask him yeah, for, yeah, yeah. for his track. That's interesting. You know, and I think that is the modern attitude. But back in the day, people, I, I was kind of appalled. Yes. To, I, and probably was appalled when I saw that Neurofin yeah, advert yeah. that a song that well, I really loved was yeah. being used like that. I think the thing, it's a slightly sinister feel to that ad now, isn't it? Because if you think opiate addiction mm. is one of the biggest phenomena of our time and there's mm. something about how calm she goes when the yeah. pills work. That's yes. actually quite grim, and you isn't know it? what she doesn't happen in that advert mm. is there's no moment where mm. the next day you're constipated. Right, well, have you played to the end? <laughs> <laughs> no, but what I have done many times Does it at really four o'clock you? in the morning right. uh, where I often wake up because I've got insomnia, and think, you know what, I wouldn't mind a bit of codeine now, because that'll slightly take the edge off my right. insomnia. And I think, no, but then I'll be really constipated the next day. You're not supposed to eat the packet, you know. <laughs> How much do you take? Two. Two Neurofen And it really plus. makes you constipated? Oh, God. Really? Yeah. Wow. I mean, not you? I've ne- I mean... How much Neurofen Plus have you ever taken? I mean, I feel like... A- oh, Neurofen Plus, that's yeah, the codeine. Yeah, it's plus, with the codeine in it. So it's not normal Neurofen? Not normal. No, no, no. It's got to be Neurofen Plus. That is an advert for Neurofen take- Plus. I have taken That was an advert for Neurofen Plus. Oh, was it? Yeah. I have taken Neurofen Plus. But oh, no, I it wasn't. Not... I've made that up. It just says Neurofen. <laughs> well, that's why it doesn't have the constipation <laughs> yeah. noise yeah, at the no. end. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't have that. Yeah, no, fair enough. Anyway, look, before we go, I brought it in. I paid some money for it, and I want to get that back in tax, obviously. Right. Uh, and I bought it from the British Library. Right. I went to the British Library... Actually, I was forcing my son to go there. Right. Which, I've got a bit of music to play, by the way. Okay, we'll have out, that so as we well. Can, yeah. But I was forcing my son to go to the British Library because I was trying to get him like to, to do something cultural because he's never interested in anything. Right. Uh, and while I was there, I noticed that there was a exhibition yeah. called something like Rebels in Children's Literature. So I went in slightly pissed off because, as you know, I write children's books now. All of my children in my children's books, yeah. I would say, are rebellious in some way. Yeah. None of my books. 
mentioned in this exhibition. David Williams, he's in there. Right. Uh, How do you feel about that? Lauren Child, uh, obviously Roald Dahl, despite being an anti-Semite, he's in there. Uh, but no sign of him. I think oh, I do he's know a that. Massive but... anti-Semite. But let's not right. go to that for the no. minute. Um, well, actually, it is quite funny, his anti-Semitism, because it involves saying even a stinker like Hitler wouldn't have done it for no reason. A stinker wow. like Hitler. It's the most extraordinary, wow. stupid, posh English way of saying things. But anyway, so while I was there, I redeemed the situation. Yeah by um, going into the bookshop and discovering this book, which I'm now holding, which is called Little People, Big Dreams. And I think it's a series of books about people in culture that mm. children should know about okay. to, to have heroes and icons and whatever. Yeah. And this one's David Bowie. And it's a rather lovely picture that is a nice of a picture. smiling person who looks a bit like David yeah, Bowie. Yeah, a bit. Well, he's got he, the hair. He's got the hair and, and he's the... got the stripe. Yeah. It's over the wrong eye, actually, isn't it? Because it uh, should be like that, shouldn't it? Uh, or, I mean, it oh, should be should come question. from diagonal. It should be more diagonal than that. That's like when someone shows you the Apple logo, three versions, and you, which one is it? I I, can't, I look at that and I can't tell you if the stripe's wrong or not. Just notice something. Eyes actually. Oh, different the colour, eyes look different colour. But yeah. they're not. Are no, they? but, but in they're, real life. Yes, but maybe they're reflecting the light. That's the point. Oh, that's interesting. So I haven't actually. But they do look this. a different colour. So, Tim, no I haven't actually read it. this book, which is written right. by. Bloody hell! It's written by M. Isabel Sanchez Vergara. Okay. And illustrated by Anna Albero. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm going to read it. Then yeah. I'm charging my arm here because nothing funny or interesting may come of this and you can't see the pictures, listeners. But you'll get a sense of it. Well, I won't look at the pictures because that puts me at an unfair... No, I want to show you the pictures. Okay. Okay. So there's a picture of little David here with a UFO book. Yeah. Uh, so he's, he's, he's actually got an alien next to him. So that's kind of weird. in space. It says, yeah. little David lived with his family in a tiny house on an ordinary street in London. Well, he didn't, did he? Because according to this, there's an alien next to him. Also, by the way, it looks lovely and I love the spirit of it, but I, I, it's already subscribing to the thing about David wrote about space all the time. Yes. He wrote basically two songs about it. Yes. Two? Well, okay. Space Oddity and what's the other one? Moon is Daydream, are we thinking? Well, is that a space song? Um, let's say that. Yeah. I suppose what I meant what's is the other not one? just... Well, Life on like, Mars. Uh, Hello, Space Boy. Yeah, yeah. But proper songs. But, I mean... <laughs> Life on ashes Mars. Ashes to Well, Life on Mars is a space song. Life on Mars, perfect. Yeah. What I mean stop, is, stop resisting it. Yeah. It is. <laughs> uh, but he had ideas that would take him out of the world, out of this world. Yeah, yeah that's uh, all right. This is a rather odd picture of David doing some dance. It says at school he loved music and dance classes. He had a real talent for singing, and his dance moves were from another planet. I sort of doubt that at school. I think once he's yeah, working I, with Lindsay Kemp when he's like eighteen, but is this maybe, meant to be the he, story? I see this is be, literally the story of David as a young kid. They're trying to say that, they're yeah. trying to say this is him as a young yeah, kid, right? So, so what it looks like here, yeah. it really is a modern school, yeah. like where my kids went, yeah. And David Bowie is prancing already around, into in music there. and dance, and yeah. His yeah. teachers had never seen anything like it before. Wow, do you think that's true? I would have thought they would have seen that a million times. Many things like dance, before, but yeah, fair enough. He spent hours listening to his brother's rock and jazz records. I wonder if they'll go into what happened to his brother. Probably not. I think that's true. Okay. David was so inspired by the power of music, he started to write his own songs. And what there is a picture of there is him listening to like a 60s vinyl Buddy Holly there, right? We've got Buddy Holly. I don't know who that woman is. Who do you think that is? Uh, Looks a... Helen Shapiro? Okay. I'm guessing. Okay, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if it's Helen Shapiro. Uh, Everly Brothers. Everly I would Brothers, say, yeah, yeah. There. And then a slightly weird abstract thing there, which yeah, I don't think the Joneses would have had. They would not have had an abstract picture on the wall. Okay. Now he's looking a bit more Bowie like. Oh, yeah. Was that him? No, on the right, presuming. Oh, that's him, yeah. Yeah. David studied art, music, and design at school. Sometimes, okay, now it's going quite radical here. Yeah. Sometimes his teachers were not sure if he was a boy or a girl. Okay. But David was just delighted to be himself. So there's a number of things that are wrong there. Number one, definitely David Jones at the school he was yeah. in, they'd have known he was a boy. Yeah. Secondly, the one thing David was never delighted to be was himself. Yes. I would say his but, entire life, he was never delighted to be himself. But it's also, from what you've said, reading this out loud, I don't know how, we may have lost a few listeners, I've no idea, but yeah. I'm enjoying it. I don't care, I'm, I, I'm it enjoying it is, too. That's the first as reference to a song lyric. Oh, what? Not sure if he's a boy or a girl, that's oh. Rebel Rebel. So I think that's why they're doing oh. it, isn't it? You and might then, be right. I don't they're know, smuggling let's, in. Let's see if there's song another. Lyrics. Let's see if there's mm. another one. Uh, one day, he got into a silly fight with right. his friend George, George Underwood, George of course, Underwood, who, who punched him in the eye. That punch changed David's look forever and made him strangely magnetic. And the way they've gone with that mm. is him as an optician's. Mm. I think it's an optician, or is it just a nurse? No, it's an optician and a nurse. Yeah. Uh, and he's sort of like sponging David's crying yeah. eye. But then David's quite pleased about it. Yeah, he looks good. He's, got, he's suddenly got a yeah. blue and a brown-looking eye. Yeah, so that's happened. Uh, David and George remained friends despite that. 
Yeah, okay. formed a group called the Conrads. I didn't know George was in the Conrads. Yeah. Did you know that? I did know that. Okay. The rest of the band was happy playing at weddings, were they? If yeah, we called George think... Underwood now and said, Were you would you have been entirely happy carrying on being just ha- a wedding singer? Happiest time of my life. George he Underwood might say. Would say that. He might say that. David knew that a great singer needed to be a great performer too. He decided to mix his music with the most spectacular outfits and dance moves ever seen on stage. Uh yeah. I think that's fair enough. Yeah. Oh, that, that okay, I'm going to say, what about dance moves? Well, that's I not think true, they mean, no, not dance moves. I'd no. say the way he moves. I mean, that's quite a, an interesting question. Is mm. Was Bowie a good dancer? I'm I not sure he, he was. was. A, I mean, he was a very charismatic I mover. Was, yeah, I was going to say, say he's a good mover. But he's not like Michael Jackson, is I would he? Urge people I mean, in if, many ways. But no, I mean, he's not, no, he's not. But, but I would urge people, as I'm sure they would, to watch the... Um, to watch the Boys Keep Swinging Yeah, but Boys Keep Swinging, which I thought you'd bring up. beautifully there, doesn't it? Boys Keep Swinging, it's ironic dancing. Yeah, but all I mean it's is... It's kind of comedy mo- dancing. Get that. But that's why I think he's not a dancer. I think he's a theatrical sort of mover. Performer. He, yeah, but performer. for all the Lindsay Kemp stuff, I don't think he ever was a dancer. No, I mean, the way I think it. about him moving on stage, he's like, yeah, he moved in a charismatic way. I'm going to say could a phrase but I'm I, not normally comfortable with, but interpretive dance, would it be part of that? That's sort of the area he was in a bit? It, it, early on, mm. but like when you see him doing like heroes or whatever, he's... Moving swaying. his legs and swaying, yeah. but he doesn't. He never really goes for it. Not even when he's doing Golden no, Years or anything sort no. of disco-ish. Is he, he does, or Young Americans? Young Americans, he would do. I know what you mean. He he doesn't sort of twirl around. No, twirl. He, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. At no point does Bowie turn no. his back. Be interesting. Is there to the any audience? Of and he doesn't do the splits. I, I think I've seen him do a twirl. Actually, I, mean, I think I've seen him do a turnaround. Really? I don't remember seeing him do a turnaround. But he doesn't. Do, he's not James Brown. No, he's not James Brown no. exactly. But he would have seen all those blokes. So possibly the outfits. Meant that he couldn't be James Brown because a lot of those things were very tight. Could or they were dresses, what which would have meant is, you could see his bollocks. Could Bowie do the splits? And we think I, he almost couldn't. definitely couldn't do the I don't splits. Think he could. um, David wrote a song about a lonely astronaut. What's that? And it became <laughs> his first big hit. The whole world listened to his song. The day man first walked on the moon. Did they? No, I mean, few I, people did. I imagine a few people did, and as but we not, know, not Elton John. Played yeah, it, yeah. Uh, his own yeah, version of it. His own version when of it. he died no, in tribute on his own. A tribute on his own, you, and it went on a for a tribute. Yeah. which sounds like quite a lot of effort and something, but actually, yeah. it's him playing in his bedroom. Yeah, his and the picture that goes with the space Oddity thing is David in space, gravity and floating and singing mm. with mm. two kids. Right. Next, next well, to him. Yeah, well, they're trying to keep it yeah, about kids. kids yeah, it's no, it's, it's, it's lovely. The pictures, by the way, are actually lovely. Pictures lovely. Then it actually is a casting yeah. picture of David in the Yakamoto yeah, that, I, outfit, the, yeah, lined, the Japanese, Japanese one beautiful. with the big trousers. Yeah. Uh, next, David transformed into an alien rock star called Ziggy Stardust, the coolest space invader the world had ever seen. I'm prepared to buy that because I don't know how you can judge it. Uh, dressed as Ziggy, finally made it to Superstar, and we're nearly at the end, thank yeah. God. Bloody David hell. wasn't sure where he was going from there, but he knew it wouldn't be boring. I don't know if he didn't know that. He kept reinventing... Well, I, what? Yeah, no, I think he sort of did know. Wouldn't oh, maybe he didn't know that. He kept reinventing himself, and that's what made him David Bowie. Well, no, yeah. I don't think he did. We've no, done over that many it's times. Songs. The songs yeah. and the music's the most important thing. Mm. For more than 40 years, he kept exploring new galaxies filled yeah. with futuristic sounds. He inspired generations of fans to find their own voice and dare to be different. And there's a picture of him there with Imam yeah. uh, walking up the stairs. Walking upstairs and uh, waving. Uh, yeah, I think he's not going doing... to his death here. It feels to me like he's going to his well, death. Well, it looks like he's at premiere, but he's not doing a Nazi salute, which is, no, he, which well, is could conclusive be. proof. You no, know, you say that, he could be. Actually, it is a bit... It's like a bit Nazi-ish. A uh, mm-hmm. little tiny bit nazi Here's all his fans. Yeah. Who are all quite Not young. all of them, a section of them. A section of his fans mm-hmm. are quite young. This one has got sort of like... What wow. kind of moustache is that? How interesting. Yeah, it's kind of pubescent moustache. Yeah. It's a little bit like I looked in uh, 1977. Yeah. Maybe that's maybe that is Maybe he. that's me. Oh, and by never being afraid to be himself. Oh. Can we be honest about this? They keep saying this. And I know they're, they're trying to tell people, yeah. kids, that you shouldn't be afraid to be yourself. Yeah. I think there's a slight element, isn't there? There's a woke element. There's a woke element Definitely. of he's different, David. Yeah. And if and you're different, that. Yeah. if you've got different sexualities or yeah. different ideas about how you yeah. should be and look, that's okay. Yeah. But... They are saying something yes. that isn't true, yes. which is David was not someone who was comfortable in his own skin, and so he no. found other skins to be. No, surely fact, that's the truth. He relied very heavily on drugs and narcotics to that help too. him deal with that. Yeah. No, but that's yes. what I mean. And he a number of quite off-colour sexual experiences. Off-colour sexual experiences, some of which we've discussed <laughs> yeah. famously. Yeah. Um, so yes, I think yeah. the idea that he was happy. No, he was not a man who was straightforward and comfortable feel in himself. Obvious, does it? No. Uh, but little David became the most unique star who ever fell to earth. I think that's true. Uh, I think yeah, that's I mean, again, that's, that's oh, and then at the back they've got like a little proper thing with yeah. actual pictures of him. I mean, I think it's really sweet. It is. I think actually it looks really, really lovely. Really sweet. And it would be quite good if you got your child interested in the music and then said, "Here's a bit about him." Yeah, I think that'd be uh, quite fun. 
You adopted a character with a red quiff, face paint, and wild outfits. There's more information. So anyway, that's Little People, How Big nice. Dreams. It's actually very lovely yeah, yeah. about David Bowie. Yeah. Uh, my children are far too old, and my daughter has been through her David Bowie yes. phase. So I really just bought it for this yeah. podcast. How lovely. I want to pick up something. Yeah. You'll have to... Whoa, body form. <laughs> Do you want to talk about one of the most impenetrable but famous lyrics of his career? That yeah. I still to this day don't know what he's saying, but it's very famous and you think you know it, but you won't. What, you mean what the words are? Yeah. So... What songs do you think you of? What I want to... No, there's only one. Which one? And it is Oh You Pretty Things, the mamas and papas. Yeah. And the backing vocals. Yeah. It's what is going on and what's being said. And I think it's not a question of you can't quite hear it. I think he's created a sort of language. It's really hard to hear. It's really hard to hear, but the more you listen to it, and I've listened to it over the years, wow. it sounds like, instead of saying <laughs> driving your mama insane or... Is that what she's saying? Well, he, she or he? it sounds like if you. It sounds like it sounds like you're saying driving your driver. Dri-, I mean, literally, like he's created another language. Have um, a listen. Okay, why do you think it's driving? What is that? I, I can't hear it at all. I mean, I can hear there is backing vocals. So they're not saying mamas. They're not repeating the word mama. Do you they're know saying what driver. It is? No, I don't know. But ever since I started getting into him, yeah. big song, Hunky Dory is probably the first, one of the first albums you get to know. And it's like, it's not a, it's not repeating a word. Why do you think he's not just saying, because I think your you, mamas and okay, papas that's insane? What, that's what you can think. But if you listen, he's they're saying drava. Or, it's not the words he's using. What is the word? Okay, what it, we need is, you know those classic albums? More thing. complicated. Do you know those classic done? albums yeah. programmes? Where Would there's they, normally yeah, I worry a bearded man yeah. who says, yeah, well, I remember when David yeah. came in and I, he played me this song and yeah. I thought, well, that's never yeah, yeah. going to work, blah, blah, yeah. And then they, with the buttons yeah. on, on the uh, control, <laughs> yeah. they say, well, well let's, we let's have saying, a listen just to the backing vocals. And he said, we should yeah. say drama, drama. <laughs> but he does <laughs> And David was a bit out of his face and he said, no, 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 it should be drama, drama. <laughs> if you listen, it's definitely, it's like a collision. Like driver, driver, driver. I literally can't hear it at all. Okay, well I'll leave. I can okay. hear that there is backing vocals. It might be that they're just going driving, 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 or something like that. <laughs> they're not. But I know what you mean. It's. It sounds like they almost you know just trip over themselves. How do you know they're not? They okay, might... I don't know. They're not. <laughs> yeah. But it's not because you don't know what they're saying. How do you know they're not going? It sounds driving, like they're driving, saying driving, driving, or something. It sounds like they're saying something deliberately made up, like a language, like well. I'm afraid we're quite late in the podcast, but I'm going to have to bring a conceptual thing in. Right. Which is backing vocals quite often are not a proper language because they're often la, la, right. la, ba, 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 wow, wow, wow. Okay, wah. that's true. I mean, on, um, on Driving Saturdays, totally people are just going wow, yeah, wow, wow. Right. Do what? But I suppose yeah. what I think about that one is it goes, oh, you, pre-, and it, they repeat, oh, you pretty things. So yes, you the think first they're time in they that do. conventional thing. Then he goes, you're driving, and they go, dra, ba, 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 drava, drava. <laughs> And I, I don't, don't know. know. They do go drama, drama, barber, drama, drama. I, I submit do. to the court is exactly what they do. Because <laughs> the fact is, you brought this to the court saying, I don't know what they say. I have no idea what they say. They say drama, 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 barber, drama, drama. I mean, those two things are contradictory. It's like they. Have you can't it. know what they say and don't know what they say at the same moment. What? No further questions. <laughs> Let's just try one more time. Okay, look. Just listen to okay, I'm the gonna, I'm gonna, refrain. Okay, hang on. You know what I haven't done? I haven't put in to Google, Oh, You Pretty Things, backing lyrics. Oh, pretty Karaoke things. version. So unbelievably, this might be the answer. Be because amazing. what it's saying it is, is karaoke backing for us to see, yeah. but the backing vocals That'd be amazing, are in there. True. So what we should hear in a minute is <laughs> just someone drama, going, Drama, 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 Bum, 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 Drama. Okay. <laughs> All together now. Something what are we coming to? coming to? No room for me, no fun for you. No, that's the right. I but think about a world to come where the books were found by the golden ends. ones. Got written in pain and written in all by a puzzled man who questioned what he worked here for. All the nightmares came today. Here we it's go. really just Rusty's podcast, isn't it? Here to stay. Here we go. Right, right now listen. Hang on, listen. Oh, you're I'm going to get it. Oh, you're 
Your drivers and your poppers. Your drivers. And... No, it sounded to me like it was your drivers. Your drivers insane. That's what it sounded like to me. Your drivers. Your driver. Insane. Your drivers insane. Which doesn't make no your sense. Your drivers. Your drivers insane. Is yeah. That oh, well, either your driver yeah. or your. Yeah, Let's your, hear that. Yeah. yeah. That's brilliant. I can't believe we've done it. I mean, that's correct. We don't know that Karaoke Planet is No, but correct. I love the little sub-hidden meaning of you'll drive us, drive us insane. Yeah. But I suppose it's the mum and... It's the parents talking, is it? Because the, the lyric is you're driving yeah, well, then your mum... Yeah, well, then the idea is that the backing vocalists are the parents. You'll drive us, you'll drive us insane. Yeah. I mean, let's that's be honest... genuinely a Karaoke Planet may have no fucking idea and may have just made it up. a possibility. Uh, because they promised us backing vocals... But I, I am That's very brilliant. impressed with us, which no one else is who's got this far because they had to listen to us sing. But I'm very impressed with well, us for having worked that out. They've had to listen to you read a book out and <laughs> sing. Uh, you so know what? I really fucking enjoyed that, though, <laughs> even though we didn't hit one single right That's note. That's amazing. Can we just hear it again? You'll drive us, you'll drive us insane. That's yeah, you'll drive honestly, us, you'll drive us insane. I've, since I was about 17 years old, I've wondered about that, and that is a brilliant... Moment. I believe that karaoke. I think that's right. I think that is what happens. Thank you, Karaoke Planet, and we'll see you next time. That is fucking amazing. <laughs> Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at fifty dollars, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.